Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how you doing, my man? I'm doing fine. And how are you, Padre? Hey, man, you know what? I cannot complain. <laughs> you know? But you do. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you get my age, you know what you think about? Is you really start thinking about life, right? It's uh, Yeah. Yeah. Or the end of it. It's kind of like uh, uh, what Mark Twain once said. The two most important days in your life are the day that you're born and the day you find out why. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Look forward to dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I got to tell you. Oh, by the way, um, today's podcast is going to be what happened during the year of 1964. Ooh. Oh yeah. Were you even in in, in grade school by that time? <laughs> in 1964. When you say 64, I think of the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't think of school. <laughs> Oh, I can tell you a lot about school. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a blur, right? (laughs) Yeah, Cotton, but before we do, as you know, this last Monday was Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Yep. That was very, very big in the time that I was growing up, because by that time, I'm near teenagership, and by the time he was assassinated, I was uh, pretty old to understand what was going on. You know, mm-hmm. I knew 1968 was a was a really rough year for all us baby boomers at that time. Yeah, yeah. Some facts about Martin Luther King was he was the first African American to be named Times Man of the Year. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That. You would think it would be Jackie Robinson, but it wasn't. <laughs> you know, remember I had a dream speech. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've read about that, but apparently that I had a dream speech was improvised. Oh, really? He, what happened is that he had the text, and they thought I had a dream was uh, too much. In other words, it just didn't, it didn't, it did not grab politically. And they made him change it to normalcy never again, because he was talking against racism. But as he was talking, apparently a Miss Jackson called out to him and says, tell him about the dream, Martin. In which case, he left his text, and he started with the dream in other words you know he paused there and then he left the prepared notes and then he started so though we have faced the difficulties of tomorrow i still have a dream it's a dream rooted deeply rooted in american dream i dream that one day the nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed we hold these truths to be self-evident that every man is created equal and he went on from there Great speech. Oh, oh yes, Great. it was. I mean, that was that was amazing. That is amazing. He, yeah. he, did you know this, that he survived a, an assassination attempt? Uh, you know, I do recall something about that, but yeah, I can't remember much. <laughs> yeah, it. apparently what happened, he was doing a book signing, which was uh, Strive Towards Freedom. And this uh, 42-year-old black woman came up to him and stabbed him, thrust a seven-inch ivory-handled steel leather opener 
into his chest. Oh, man. She had such power in it that it broke off the ivory handle. And it was a lady? Yeah. I think her last name was Curry. I think her last name was Curry. Wow. And then what ends up happening is they rush him to the hospital, and it was so close to his heart, the doctor said, if you would have just sneezed, it would have been the end of your life. Wow. I, n I never heard that. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, Dr. King is the only non-president whose birthday is a national holiday. Hmm. And get this, he started college at the age of 15. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That wow. was a bright. He was a bright man. Yeah. And he was arrested thirty times. You kidding? <laughs> no, he was arrested thirty times. Oh man! And he's also the youngest person to be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. He was thirty-five years old. Wow! And it's reported that uh, he took the prize money, which was back then, which was fifty-three thousand dollars, just to support the civil rights movement. Really? Mm -hmm. Boy, that's a lot of bucks. That back then, you ain't kidding. Yeah. When you figure that or the minimum wage was. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty low back then. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, Cotton, what do you say we get into our podcast, buddy? Okay. All righty. 1964. I think we've done enough damage to 1954 last week. Let's <laughs> let's do a little damage to 1964. All righty. Here's a summary. In 1964, Lyndon B. Johnson was president of the United States. Yeah. And uh, he went a little a little while without a vice president. Because remember, he oh, was, really? yeah, because he was uh, sworn in after the assassination of President Kennedy. Mm. He declared the war on poverty in 1964 in an address to Congress in the State of the Union. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What he did was he, uh, in the, over the next five years, he had the Congress passed legislation that transformed the American schools, launched Medicare and Medicaid, expanded housing subsidies, urban development, employment and training programs, food stamps, and Social Security and welfare benefits. Wow. Okay. January 14th, Jacqueline Kennedy made her first public appearance after the assassination of her husband. Wow, oh, yeah. Yeah. On March 4th, Jack Ruby was sentenced to death for the murder of Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, you know. that was weird. That was just oh, that was. Strange. I mean, yeah. have you ever seen anything like that? Have you? Uh, you yeah. probably don't remember them, but I do because I was old enough when they were mm. when they had the rifle in the air, showing the rifle that he used. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It. Yeah. No, this is not on evidence. We're going to show you, and they're holding it up in the air. Through as they're walking through the crowd, unbelievable! And then they're walking him out. He doesn't have a bulletproof vest on. All the reporters, everybody's there. <laughs> and I'm going like, man, oh man, we would never do that today. Yeah. <laughs> and here's another, here's another one. Okay, on September 27th, the Warren Commission revealed that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone in the assassination of President Kennedy. And we still are questioning that. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> well, like I told you before, if there was more people involved, we'd know by now because nobody can keep a secret in the government. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they leak everything. <laughs> now, get this here. 
1964, the residents of Washington, D.C. were permitted to vote for the first time since 1800. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And uh, you probably do not remember this, but on March 27th, the Great Alaskan Earthquake resulted in a, a tsunami that killed 139 people. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't the earthquake. It was a tsunami that killed a lot of people. Jeez. Oh, don't you ever, if you remember, there's those pictures. You can probably look them up on YouTube where the streets are just like collapsed. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. You know, so that was that was pretty bad. Yeah. On April 1st, Cleveland recorded its lowest April temperature at a negative 10. Yikes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right now and I'm freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the um, Kansas City game? No, I didn't. All right. I don't know what the temperature was on the Buffalo one, but it looked awfully cold. But in Kansas City, it was negative 4 with a wind chill factor that made it feel like it was 23 below zero. <laughs> Who could play in that kind of weather? <laughs> the best thing, though, the best thing, the best thing, this is hilarious because they must have set up this reporter. They asked the coach of the uh, Buccaneers how they were going to deal with the cold in Detroit. Because mm -hmm. okay, Detroit's supposed to get a pretty bad uh, winter storm this weekend. He oh. leaned... He leans to the mic and he says, it's an indoor stadium. <laughs> says, we'll be out in the cold for about 20 seconds from the bus to the stadium. <laughs> I said, they must have set up this reporter bad. <laughs> well, ask this question. This is very, very important. We're going to let you ask this question. How embarrassing is that? <laughs> Was oh, that on, on TV? What's that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he'll live with that for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Is that terrible? Oh yeah. man! And then uh, in this, uh, what let me see. On May twenty fifth, the Supreme Court ruled nine to one that closing public schools to avoid desegregation and using public funds to support private segregated schools was unconstitutional. So you know that was the yeah, yeah that made sense. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then in 1964, the Senate passed the Civil Rights Bill by a vote of 73 to 27. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's 27 people that said, no, nah, we don't want the civil rights. They're all Southern Democrats. Yeah. Those are the guys with the white sheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On August 5th, the U.S. begins bombing North Vietnam. And how did that turn out? Uh, <laughs> and get this <laughs> yeah the u.s surgeon general warns americans that cigarette smoking causes both lung cancer and chronic bronchitis hmm. yep later that year the federal trade commissions announced that it would require cigarette packages to carry a warning that cigarette smoking is dangerous to your health god that was that long ago huh yeah but it says in 1960 about 60 percent of americans uh we're smoking cigarettes. We're yeah. smoking cigarettes, yeah. but there's pipes and there's cigars. And yeah, I'm sure it's a lot less. I didn't look it up, but I'm sure it's a lot less today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, I am glad, Cotton, I am glad you're sitting down. Uh-oh. Because this one, I'm telling you, you're going to, you you are going to faint. All right. You know how we're always complaining about taxes, right? Mm-hmm. 
President Johnson signed the Tax Reduction Act in 1964 into law. The bill lowered the top margin tax rate from 90% to 70%. What are we, a socialist country or what? <laughs> and also reduced the corporate tax from 52% to 48%. Oh, man. <laughs> Also, the uh, 24th uh, Amendment was uh, ratified in 1964, which prohibited both federal and state governments from imposing poll taxes on citizens before they could vote in the federal election. Wow. Yeah. Geez. I mean, you know, we were pretty bad back then, huh? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Who ran what? Yeah, it's like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> in 1964 and 65, there was a New York fair, right? 600, uh, 650 acres of pavilions. Wow. Public spaces, exhibitors around the world. And so it was about 50 million visitors. Jeez. A lot of people, man. And get this, the first Ford Mustang came into the assembly line. Yeah. Man, iconic American car. I mean, yep. get right up there with a the Model T, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, this one you've talked about. G.I. Joe, a 12-inch military-themed action figure, was created by Hasbro. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it says that he's been around for over 45 years. <laughs> And then in 1964, San Francisco cable cars were declared a national monument. Here's some stuff that was invented in 1964. The 8-track tapes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. AMC straight six engines. Wow. Mm -hmm. AstroTurf. Diet Pepsi. Here's one for you. Lucky Charms. Really? Yes, sir. <laughs> Always after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> and then there was a Nutella, Pop Tarts, Sharpie markers were all appeared in 1964 for the marketplace for the very first time. Wow. The Oscars, Tom Jones won four Oscars, and not the singer, but the movie. The music of big hit musicals was Hello Dolly. Fiddler on the Roof and Funny Girl. Wow. And they're all still playing. You're, you're right. CBS purchases in 1964 and 1965 the AFC and the NFC's TV rights. Oh, okay. They purchased a total of $36 million. Oh, yeah. How about TV shows in 1964? Oh. All right. What would you think was the number one, and you've, I think you've said this before, the number one TV show in 1964-65? My Three Sons? I don't know. Bonanza. Okay. Oh, Bonanza. You've said yeah. that before, remember? I remember you saying that. That was yeah. a, that was a yeah. great show. That was an awesome show. Still plays. <laughs> yes, it still does. Bewitched yeah. was number two oh. with Elizabeth Montgomery. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Gomer Pyle. USMC. Shazam. Shazam, yeah. Goalie, Sergeant. <laughs> the Andy Griffith Show, number four. Oh, great show. Yeah. What is that? They used to... How did that whistle? That's it. 
<laughs> and number five was The Fugitive on ABC. Oh, yeah. that Those were the heavy ones, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for beverages and food? Yep. Number one, beef stroganoff. My mom used to make that all the time. Yep. I, my mom did, too. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken pot pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still good, isn't it? Yeah, you bet. Frozen dinners. Yep, still eat them too. <laughs> oh yeah. Jello moles. Yeah. Yeah, you don't sound too excited about that one, buddy. That. <laughs> All right, meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll do that. This is my go-to birthday cake. Pineapple upside down cake. Ooh. Yes, yeah, sir. Man, yeah. every time my birthday rolls around, that's what I want. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Crown Cola was big, probably because of the price. Yeah. That was big. Swedish meatballs makes makes it again. Really? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. You know that's a that's a mainstay. That's a staple, baby. <laughs> <laughs> ginger ale was a big drink as well. Oh uh -uh, yeah, I still drink ginger ale. And then Waldorf salad. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. How about some prices in 1964? Bananas, 15 cents a pound. Jeez. Ground beef, 59 cents a pound. <laughs> <laughs> Bread, 33 cents for a 32-ounce loaf. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen bread as high as eight, nine bucks, man. I know. Oh. I know. Oh. Jeez. Cake mix, like the Betty Crocker cake mix, 35 cents. <laughs> A package of Kellogg's Corn Flakes, three eight-ounce boxes, one buck. A dollar. Cheese. <laughs> Cheese, 51 cents for a 12-ounce package. Fig Newtons. You remember Fig Newtons? Oh, yeah. Oh, I still, I oh, I love them. I loved them. I hate it. And I hated them then, and I still do. <laughs> Especially when they're warm. You put them in your lunch pail, and you know they're going to give you warm oh. by the time you eat them. Oh, awesome. 31 cents for a 16-ounce package. Fish, like sole, flounder, and stuff like that, 89 cents a pound. A ham, like, for instance, remember, did your mom ever buy the ham in the in the uh, cans? Yeah, and you'd roll out the... Yes, yes. The little key. Yeah, yeah. the key. The, yeah, that was about a five-pound can was three ninety-nine. Yeah. Ice cream, 59 cents for a half gallon. <laughs> Juice was 99 cents for five six-ounce cans. Of course, that's a concentrated stuff. Lettuce, 19 cents for two heads. Margarine was 42 cents. Mayonnaise, 59 cents. Milk was 95 cents a gallon. Onions, three pounds and 25 cents. <laughs> I just bought one onion. Because I was making the stir fry, it was like a buck eighty nine for one onion. <laughs> Why well, everybody stunk around there? <laughs> Forty nine cents for oranges for a four pound bag. Wow! Peanut butter was ninety nine cents for a three pound jar. I mean, <laughs> it's like you could dive into that thing, man. <laughs> a fresh pineapple. Right, was 39 cents. Uh, 
Potatoes were 45 cents for a five-pound bag. Sugar was 59 cents for a five-pound bag. Chicken was 25 cents a pound. And tuna, like chicken of the sea, yeah. three cans for a dollar. Wow. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh man. That's why probably why my mom ate so much of that. <laughs> <laughs> Household income was $4,579. It was up from 1961, of course, of $4,076. Wow. Yeah, the average home price was 20500 American cars were about 2250 for a new car. Unless... Wow. You bought the new Ford Mustang, and that was twenty three sixty eight. <laughs> That's right. Now, if you remember, in nineteen fifty four, the monthly rent was eighty five dollars a month. It has gone up to a hundred and fifteen dollars a month in nineteen sixty four. The price of gas was thirty cents a gallon. A first class stamp was five cents. Minimum wage was a dollar twenty five. So it went up fifty cents. <laughs> You know, from 1954, the prime rate was at 4.5. The Dow Jones Industrial on the last day of 1964 closed at 834.09. Yeah, now what do we we're at the 35,000 mark here. Yeah. The price of gold was 35.34 for a troy ounce. A telephone call paid. Remember, remember the phones. 10 cents. Remember, the, we're going to drop a dime on you. Yeah. <laughs> the price, now get this. Remember when, they, when in 1954 they were developing the color TV and it was uh, for a 15-inch screen, it was $1,000 mm -hmm. in 1954. Well, in 1964, the average size TV was 26 inches and the average price was $379. <laughs> so you can see as the stuff develops everything goes down all right yeah the price of an album of a beetle album was five dollars and 98 cents <sighs> the average cost of a pack of cigarettes was a dollar 60. really yes sir you know if you rode the subway in new york it was 15 cents tuition to columbia university was 1700 dollars a year wow movie tickets were a buck yeah, I, I, you know what? I remember when it was a quarter. You were probably going through matinees and a little kid. Too, yeah. yeah, and you were a child, so you you got in pretty child. cheap. Electric dryers, they were coming up big, ninety nine dollars and ninety five cents. Jeez. Unemployment was at five percent, and inflation was at one point three one percent, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. How about a little sports trivia? All right. Okay. The AFC champions were the Buffalo Bills. All right. The NFC champions were the Cleveland Browns, because you have to remember, they were two separate leagues. Oh, yeah. Fighting for uh, viewership. The Indianapolis 500, and you probably remember this name, A.J. Foyt. You bet. Oh, yeah. The NBA champions were the Boston Celtics. The NCAA basketball champions were UCLA. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was big at our house. Mm-hmm. My uncles and everything. Oh, man, you're not kidding. UCLA, that was the school. Yep. Ready? Crowd around that little TV. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Stanley Cup champs were the Toronto Maple Leafs. And most important, the World Series champions were the St. Louis Cardinals. Huh? Not bad, huh? You know what the most popular names were? No. Okay. Michael, John, David, James, Lisa, Mary, Susan, and Karen. It's pretty much the same, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see what happens in 1970, right? There you go. All righty. The life expectancy was 70.17 years. Wow. No, you know, that's combined. So you know the men didn't live that long. No. No. Oh, you know what the most popular gifts were for Christmas in 1964? Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm -hmm. G.I. Joe. Easy Bake Oven. Collectible Hot Rod Figures. Oh, wow. Milton Bradley's Password Game. Monster Magnet. The Mighty Tonka Dunk Truck. And Mr. Potato Head, which I've been called at times. Yeah. He's still around. <laughs> All right. And this one here, this was fashion statements. It was like button-down shirts. No pullovers. Remember, like we used to uh, have the uh, polo shirts? No, these were button-down shirts. Turtlenecks. You remember watching Man from Uncle? Oh, and Ilya Kuryakin always had those yep. turtlenecks? Yep. All righty. Kuryakin. Yep. Mini skirts were starting to come into bell bottoms, pantsuits, low heel boots. Get this one: shoes made from vinyl. <laughs> that was big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And and here we go. How about how about fashion icons? Julie Andrews, Bridget Bardot, Doris Day, Patty Duke, Annette Funicello, Audrey Hepburn, Sophia Loren, James Manfield. Mary Tyler Moore, huh? and Kim Novak, Donna Reed, and Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Uh, those are some icons, all right? Cars introduced in 1964. Of course, we already went over the Mustang, the Chevy Malibu, a Chevy van, the Dodge A100, the Ford Thunderbird, the fourth generation, because they kept on getting bigger, the Mercury Cyclone. That was awesome. I don't remember that one. Oh, they were, they were land yachts that went fast. Oh, they were awesome. The Plymouth Barracuda, not the Cuda yet, but the Plymouth Barracuda. The Pontiac GTO, and I threw, because normally I only, do, I only do American cars, but I had to throw this one in. The Sunbeam Tiger. Ooh. And the reason why I threw that one in, because it used to be on Get Smart. Dun, da, da. Yeah, car. Dun, yeah. yeah. Until yeah. he... Till he went to a Volkswagen uh, Carmen Ghia. <laughs> uh, St. Paul, Minnesota got its first McDonald's restaurant. Hamburgers were 15 cents a piece. Uh, Can you imagine now? Hmm. All right, now get this, get this. I already told you last week about my, my grandson loving McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he wants to go to McDonald's for a quick snack. So, okay, no problem. What would you like? And he says, medium fries, four-piece nugget, and a small Sprite. Then no problem. Okay, order it. The thing's nine bucks. Yep. Nine dollars. 
Hey, in the box right now. I went to it. I got a I got a cheeseburger, or a jumbo jack, mm-hmm. a large coke, or soda or whatever, mm-hmm. and fries. Five ninety nine. Yikes! Yeah. Yeah. No. Yikes, man! For all of that stuff, that's good, (laughs) man. I know it. Woo! Oh man, I tell you what, that is just unbelievable. Oh, get this: the plastic milk container was introduced for commercial use. Oh, really? Remember, it used to come in bottles, uh, glass bottles, all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the first we, year that it was introduced. We we had a milkman that would come and deliver milk. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. And eggs and butter. Yep, yep. And his name was Hal. <laughs> I, I remember him very well. A real nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, get this. On January 10th, VJ Records released Introducing the Beatles. Oh, really? Yeah, I have that album. VJ, wow. not Capitol. It was before they signed for with Capitol. Wow. They were with VJ. Really? Yeah, yeah. I have it with me here. You, you, you should frame it. Oh, no, no. I have all, all my Beatle albums uh, in, in a case. has a Sgt. Pepper. Those are all the old Beatle albums. And then I have another case with a, a British Union Jack that has all the Beatle albums that were made after they broke up. Oh, wow. I just collect them. I see them, and I just happen to pick them up. That Did was... you ever uh, put it on the uh, the recorder? And... Oh, yeah. Yeah, my little record player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then I have a um, I have a Bluetooth speaker, so I'm able to take it into somewhere else, like when I'm working, and I listen to the uh, records. Yeah. Great. But you see, I have two sets of my favorite albums. I've got, I have the new, the new ones that I play, but I don't play the old ones, the originals. Oh. I don't want to. I don't want nothing happening to those. So I have, like, for instance, Abbey Road. I have the original, and I have one I bought from Amazon, which is brand new, and that's the one I play. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. I want to hold your hand by the Beatles. Reached the Billboard's top 100. That was the first time they had anything on the top 100. Wow. February 7th, the Beatles arrived at JFK Airport in New York, and you know it just caused mayhem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on August 9th, the Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan Show, right? They played three that. songs, and that was it. Was it three songs? Three songs. Oh, wow. All My Lovin', Till There Was You, and She Loves You. Yeah, You remember that, don't you? After seeing them on TV, yep. Yeah. Well, then they did a concert on February 11th in Washington, D.C., at the Washington Coliseum. Then on the 16th, they went back to the Ed Sullivan Show. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And this time, they played six songs instead of three. They played She Loves You, This Boy, All My Lovin', I Saw You Standing There, From Me to You, and I Want to Hold Your Hand. Wow. For a TV audience of about 70 million people. Wow. Yeah, that was a big night. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then on July 5th, a Hard Day's Night's premieres in London. Oh, great movie! <laughs> yeah. Now you know, you know, I give all of this, all of this time for the Beatles because I'm a big Beatles fan. I know you're a big Eagles fan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Beatles fan too. I have, I have uh, most of their cards. Oh, that's right. You have, you have. Uh, you, I think yeah. you've got two different sets, don't you, or just one set? I think there's three actually. 
Wow. Oh, no, that's, no, I go into monkeys at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they were a great group, too. I used to like their show, (laughs) you know. Too bad they didn't write anything or sing them. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Hey, how about this one here? There is uh, companies and brands established in 1964. Are you ready? Ready. The Arlington House Publishing Company, Bonneville International, which was a big broadcasting. Bose, remember the speakers? Bose Corporation. Bose speakers, oh yeah. Yeah, Circus World, which was a toy chain. And they were purchased by Rite Aid. So they're probably out of business too. The Franklin (laughs) Mint. Do you remember that one? The Franklin Mint, always selling coins? Don't they still have those? Yeah. (laughs) Sally Beauty Holdings. My wife still gets, yeah. No, we wouldn't know that, but I do know that they're still around because my wife still gets emails from them. Oh. Uh, There are some people who passed away in 1964. Peter Lorre. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember in Casablanca? And all of those, uh, yeah. 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 (laughs) Douglas MacArthur passed away in 1964 on April 5th. This one I knew, Fleming, from James Bond, the book, right? Oh, because, you know, that's the only fiction I read. Harpo Marx passed away in 1964. Wow. Cole Porter passed away. Wow. Yeah, uh, then there was Herbert Hoover passed away, the 31st president of the United States. A lot more people have passed away, but thought I'd mention those because I know you know a few of those. Now, yeah. all right, you ready for this? People who were born in 1964. Oh, Courtney okay. Cox from Friends, Courtney Love, Jeff Bezos was our current vice president. Kamala Harris was born in 1964. Mary Lewis Parker was born. Matt Dillon, Michelle Obama, Nicholas Cage, Rob Lowe, Sandra Bullock, Sarah Palin, Stephen Colbert was born in 1964. Oh, really? Yeah. Now this one, I, I can't remember which one I was getting it from, but they missed my main man because I knew he was born in 1964. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves. Oh. oh, yeah, they missed him. I was upset. How can you miss my main man, Keanu Reeves? Oh, yeah. Keanu Charles Reeves. And get this. I didn't know this. He was born in Beirut, Lebanon. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Until uh, He's actually a, a citizen of Canada. He's a Canadian actor, actually. I just love his movies. As a matter of fact, I binged on The Matrix the last couple of days. Oh, oh, golly, The Matrix. Oh, they're still, they're still great movies. They're made in 99, 2000, oh, and yeah. so, oh, I still love them. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he's <laughs> he's done some pretty good movies. I mean, Bill and Ted. Adventure, yeah, Bill and Ted. Oh, God, I love those. I watch them all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, they see them on TV. I'm, I'm watching this. I sit down and get the roll, roll, rolling eyes from the wife. He's got a Facebook thing going too, Keanu Reeves. He's got a what? A Facebook uh, thing where everybody wants to see his fan club. Oh wow! <laughs> well, I got to look that up now. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> oh, he's awesome. He is awesome. I mean, he's just. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you this. You know the movie Hangover? Yeah. Okay. That plot 
comes from a movie called The Night Before with Keanu Reeves done in 88. Oh, really? It's the same thing. <laughs> I, you know, I just don't like those movies. And they tell you, know, my son says, you know, you got to watch this movie, The Hangover. It's hilarious, right? I watch it and I'm going like, this is the same thing from uh, the night the night before with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and that is hilarious. The same thing, he's kind of a nerdy guy and he ends up he ends up getting drugged and he wakes up the movie, he wakes up in the middle laying down in a white tux in the middle of a parking lot. <laughs> and the rest of the movie he's trying to figure out and he can find his date. Oh yeah. And the rest of the movie he's trying to find out what happened. He finds out he sold his date to uh to like, like white slave traders <laughs> or something like that you know <laughs> and it's it is hilarious yeah. i think uh i think there's the coast the the laura laughlin i think is also in it oh oh yeah oh no but you got to see it the night before i think it's either on hulu or something like that really? netflix oh yeah i mean i'm looking I'm looking at Hangover. I've seen this movie before, <laughs> you know, without without getting so uh, raunchy. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very big, and it's like, okay, what he's doing, he's auditioning for Bill and Ted, because that's his yeah. character. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Walking the clouds, uh, as good as it gets. Oh yeah, I, I I watch all his movies, man, and he's been in. Uh, shall we say, uh, he's been in the leading roles, about 42 films. Oh. And those have grossed over three, almost $4 billion. Wow. Worldwide. Now, wait a minute. Get this. If you also add the movies, like he did voiceovers and stuff like that in, in uh, animation, and, and he had, didn't have starring roles, but he was in the movies, over $10 billion. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's an op for me. He's the guy. He's my guy. If he's on there, even if it's bad, I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, really, in all honesty, how much worse can you get than Bill and Ted? And I laugh through the whole thing, even though I know what's coming up. Yeah. Oh, golly. And the Matrix, excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you ought to go, go on his Facebook. Yeah. John Wick? Yeah, baby. Oh. Oh, they, yeah. Did you did, did you get that text that I sent you? A new one? On, yeah. Did you open yeah. it up? No, I I opened it up. It's a new series, right? Not a series. It's a new movie, John John Wick 5. That's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it yet, though. Oh, no, well, no it hasn't come on yet. It's coming out in 2025. Yeah. yeah. You, you have to. You got to. You got to. And then I sent you the other one, the link on uh, Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm going to see that movie. It comes oh, to a theater yeah. near me. I'm on it, like 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 white on rice, man. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, you can let me know how how good it was. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. The highest grossing films in 1964. Number one from Russia with Love. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Goldfinger was number two. Oh yeah. That was a great one. <laughs> yes. What, what's that line? Gold all over. Yeah. yeah. You ex you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. And <laughs> doing the laser. Oh God! What a great what a great one. Number three was a hard day's night. Number four, Mary Poppins. Number five, the fall of the Roman Empire. 
Number six, Rouseabout. Number seven, Zorba the Greek. Wow. Remember that? Well, the, well, Anthony that Quinn. Was that was a great one. Number eight was Father Goose. Number nine, Failsafe. That was that was like the oh my goodness one. Remember when by accident we we nuked Moscow? Oh, I don't think I saw. Oh, I think it's Scott Henry. I think it's um. I want to say Henry Fonda. I think is in it. So they won't retaliate. The president orders a, a nuclear device dropped on New York. Wow. And his wife's there. Oh. <laughs> you know, I'm going like, well, maybe he didn't like his wife. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pretty heavy movie, and then it ends. And it, it's, uh, it makes you think. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't forget there was, a lot of, there was a lot of that anti-nuclear. Uh, uh, I mean, because we were pretty scared. Oh, big time! You remember? I mean, you know that was. I mean, you had you know you still had missiles ninety miles off uh, of off the Florida coast. You know the Cold War was big time. Yeah. Number ten was the Night Walker, and I did number eleven, the Pink Panther. Oh yeah! Oh golly, I used to love those movies. I still watch them every time they come on. Yeah, with <laughs> Peter Sellers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, when he destroys. Oh, yeah. When he destroys the piano, that was a priceless Steinway. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, or that one, he has that, he has that, uh, he's like in the Swiss Alps or something like that, and there's this little Datsun in, in the bed, and he goes, does, does your dog bite? He goes, nope, my dog does not bite. And he goes down, and the dog, <laughs> I thought you said your dog don't bite. That's not my dog. <laughs> It just oh golly, is, it was great. It was great. All right, all right. How about some horror movies for 1964? Oh yeah. All right. The number one was Black Torment, Blood and Black Lace. I vaguely remember that movie. Castle of Blood, Castle of the Living Dead, Cave of the Living Dead. Remember, this was the big zombie thing was starting to happen. The Creeping Terror, Curse of the Living Corpse, Devil Doll. I vaguely remember that one, too. Oh, that one scared me. <laughs> the Devil Doll? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then how about Evil of Frankenstein? Dun, dun, dun. All right. How about the biggest pop uh, artist of 1964? And this may surprise you. The number one top artist was the Beach Boys. Really? Yeah. Don't forget, they had been around for a couple of years already. Yeah. And the Beatles yeah. were just getting started, but they were definitely number two. They were a strong number two. Wow. Mm -hmm. I didn't know the Beach Boys were there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Benton, Barbara Lee, the Dave Clark, Dave Clark Five. Five. Remember, Pieces, yeah. Big Bad Pieces. Deanna Warwick. You know, I'll edit that out. Yeah. The Drifters, The Four Seasons, right? Glenn Chandler and the Impressions, top songs of the year of 1964. Number one, I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Number two, She Loves You by the Beatles. Number three, Hello Dolly by Louis Armstrong. Number four, Oh Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison. Oh, you remember yeah. Roy Orbison. Yeah, he, was, he had that unique voice. Mm -hmm. Number five, I Get Around by the Beach Boys. And this one here, Everybody Loves Somebody by Dean Martin. 
Nah, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to sing that one for us, huh? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> My Guy by Mary Wells. We sing in the sunshine and the last kiss. And one more. Where did our love go by the Supremes? Well, Cotton, you know what I'm going to say? Is I think we've done a dump damage in 1964. What do you say? We bring this one to a close, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You have a great one, huh? You too. You All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this final quote from Martin Luther King Jr. We must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools. And until next time, may God bless. <laughs>